Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Unemotion Podcast, Voices of the Unknown. This is episode five of season one. Uh, my name is Boston Stevens, and I'm joined with Mark Kano. What's up, Mark Kano? GM. As well as Tanner Smith. What's going on, B-Ropes? Perfect. We only have two videos going, so it's kind of weird, because usually this is where I look at both of you and say, say your lines, please. It's very say weird. Say your lines. Say your lines. Yeah. We, we do a script before, so... yeah. It works. It's all in front of us on that screen over there for me. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> we separate monitors, dude. Like one of the the yeah. vertical ones. I've been wanting to get one of those. Like if if you know, like streaming with like a chat, you have like the vertical. Oh yeah, I think someone had like two of those. Oh, yeah, you can just God. turn your monitor. Well, yeah, my monitor just, can't. Just oh, I guess it. you could just yeah, set it just on the side. display. Like yeah. a oh my gosh, I guess that works. Yeah, you can do it for like anything. I want basically. a third monitor that's vertical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There we That'd go. That'd be cool. Um, but we're here to talk about Call of Duty. Kind yeah, of. we are. Yeah. Yeah, we are. So number one, what's your favorite COD? Oof. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, Huge debate. I'm Wait, we didn't even intro him though. Oh, this is Tanner Smith, by the way. Call of Duty Captain <laughs> from the motion. That's all you need to know. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I am. So... No, it's but, a big uh, part of who we are. Oof. Yeah. Um, Favorite COD, though? Man, that's tough because so many have, like, different meanings behind it for me. True. You know, like, I could easily go and say Modern Warfare 2 because that's, like, what I grew up playing first. Mm. And, that was a good you know, game, that's what, like, got me into Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like, memories of just playing with my friends and stuff like that on that game. Like, those are memories I won't ever be able to get back mm -hmm. or, like, recreate. Um but then I can go in a sense and say, like, Black Ops 3 because that was the first, like, competitive Call of Duty I got into. Dude. So, like, between those two, I don't know. I think Black Ops 3 probably has a more special place in my heart, personally. Yeah? Just because I think that's where Call of Duty really, like, I, me and Call of Duty kind of, like, became a thing mm -hmm. in Black Ops 3. So I think that's where I'm going to go with that one, for sure. Black Ops 3? Yeah, it, yeah. it sucks because it it's like yeah, all like you have separate cods that were great and fun, mm -hmm. but it, yeah, they all have like certain emotions tied to them individually. So it's hard to name mm -hmm. like a specific right. specific one. What about you, Ken? Right. Uh, I'm the same way, to be honest with you. Black um, Ops Three. Well, I have I have a couple. So like, mm. obviously, I've been playing COD since you know before y'all were born, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, but seriously, like. Uh, I got into like competitive COD Four. Obviously, that was just a clean game. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll never not say COD Four. MW Three and Two were both fantastic games. Mm -hmm. um, Black Ops Two. I went to well, Black Ops One. I went to my first LAN and played second, and I actually lost to my brother. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is your brother older or younger? He's older. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> That was probably like the most fun I've had at like a LAN, obviously first LAN stuff. And then Black Ops Two, I was like top that's where I won like most of my shit mm -hmm. or stuff in. Sorry, oh. I don't know if we're allowed to do that. <laughs> PG. On this. Yeah, just bleep it out. Um Dude, I definitely said some stuff. But yeah, you definitely have. Um But no but then also with the same thing, like Black Ops Three. Mm-hmm. Black Ops 3 was a big game because of the foundation of, like, things that I've had in my past that have gotten me to where I am today in, like, the community and stuff. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. That's a really hard question. 
I'm gonna say all of all of those that I've just listed are my favorites. So Black Ops series, except for and MW two and three and COD four. Yeah, COD four, COD Ghosts, Advanced Warfare, COD Ghosts, COD two. Dude, I really liked Call of Duty Ghosts. That was one of my favorites. Call of Duty Ghosts to me was the best competitive Call of Duty since yes or until. Man, honestly, I want to say until Black Ops 3, honestly. Because Black Ops 3 had a great scene, in my opinion. You know, people disagree with me on that, but I think Black Ops 3 I, I had a great I think Black Ops 3 was one of the best. Yeah. I and, think Black know. Ops 3 for jetpacking was yes, the, yeah. the way that they needed to go. It was oh, yeah, perfect. exactly. Like, the, I liked this whole IW thing and AW was terrible. I liked it yeah. Warfare, like, the change of pace, because it went from Ghost, which just felt really slow, to yeah. Advanced Warfare. It was super fast, but, like, that's what made Advanced Warfare fun, because, like, some of my favorite moments, like, Advanced Warfare, like, I don't know if you remember Retreat, like, Hardpoint, that was one yeah. of my favorites. It yeah. was just so fun. Uplink was an awesome game mode. Yeah, Uplink but, was a lot of fun. Like, Uplink right. on comeback, oh yeah. my gosh. You yeah. you have the, like, the boost, boost, throw, it's, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. That was I think, so much like, fun. Each COD itself was groundbreaking in its own, you know, specific reasoning you know you could say cod 4 was pretty much what created call of duty to what it is now mm-hmm. i would say and then you could say that foundation yeah i've actually right. never and then played you COD could 4. say that black ops 2 was revolutionary for you know competitiveness really yeah, excelling sure. and going to the next generation that it is now yeah yep, 100%. Um, because until Black Ops 2, you know, like rotating on hard points wasn't even yeah. a thing. People didn't even like think of that. They were just like, oh, 60 seconds, whoever gets the most points wins. So that's how competitive it was. Yep. Um, and then, you know, you could say Black Ops 3 because the movement and how quick and fluent um, you could be. And it really like took the kids that, you know, and I'll even consider myself in this category, but the kids that, you know, might have not had the best shot at the time, mm-hmm. um, it gave the people that, didn't have that shot yet an edge as if their movement was really well yeah um you could outplay in that sense so i mean like i said all <laughs> cards really have their own edge but that was yeah yeah that was one of my reasons i really like black ops 3 was and, and advanced warfare a little bit too but black ops 3 again mm-hmm. like was i think the best of the jetpacking but like that was my favorite thing and like i understand like ghost and all those games like you had to actually have gun skill, but with like Black Ops Three was a little different. You had to really nail movement, and I thought that was something that was really fun to master because, again, like I don't think I'm very good gun skill wise, but like when it comes to movement, I I don't know I was better at that, and like actually like the strategy of the game, the gun skill, I don't know. I really like Black Ops. That's why I like Ghost too because I thought that game like I don't know what it was. Maybe it was just like the how the maps were built. It just was so good for, like, having a strategy and, like, watching lanes and things like that. I don't know. It just yeah. felt really good when it came to, like, the actual strategy oh, of the game. That's good. I mean, you had Blitz mm-hmm. that was and, uh, and stuff like that on, yeah. in, in COD Go. So you had to cut lanes. If you didn't cut mm-hmm. lanes, then it, it was right. nothing. But, like, when you went to the bigger jetpack games, yeah. you didn't need yeah. to really cut lanes. There you were, you was... could convert over at 10 seconds, like, especially in hard yeah, points exactly. and stuff like that. You didn't have to rotate at that 20-second marker or anything. You could go at 15 like 10 five seconds. seconds yeah. One yeah. that sticks in my head the most, too, 
is in Black Ops 3, you know, talking about lanes and things like that, mm-hmm. the one thing that sticks in my head the most, and Kano, I remember like doing an S&D series, and we'll maybe get into that. but Maybe um, later, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, um, Infection, you know, you could literally wall run yeah. on a rock, look yeah. at an entire lane of what I believe was a bomb, mm-hmm. and you didn't even need to show or contest a fight. You could just see if they're there and say, okay, well, I'm rotating the B or I can contest this in challenges. You know, you didn't have to even, you could, it it was a cheesy way to peek. And, you know, there were so many Mm -hmm. other ways, like Redwoods had those. Um, Yeah. You know, there was just so many maps. I mean, hell uh, or whatever, but uh, EVAC, EVAC, you could literally wall run around the entire map. I remember doing it all the way around custom games, all the way around. You never had to be seen. Exactly. You know, I think that's what gave that game an element and an aspect that no Call of Duty can repeat. It it really did. The wall running, I was a little, when it, when they released it, like, the thing about wall running, I was like, oh, no. This is about to be mm-hmm. the worst COD. Because, like, yeah. when you think, like, wall running, you think Titanfall. And it's, it's, yep. It's, Titanfall is fun, but it's not a competitive Call of Duty, like, right. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> but you combine you combine like wall running with jetpacking and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it it got to the point where like people were done with it. Yeah, you um, shouldn't be able to jump over an entire building yeah. wall run and then jump over another higher building and then get a snipe shot on somebody that's yeah. across the map off spawn. It's, it's it, not traditional COD. It opened it up um, for yeah, like he was saying, like those unfair lanes that you could see. Just like you it, saying, it wasn't even unfair at that point because it was I just mean, you could do it in the game. Yeah. yeah, it was just yeah. Like, is this seriously like the game that I'm playing right now? It wasn't right. so much of like strategy, even though it was involved. It was more about movement, which was yeah. You didn't have you didn't have to shoot exactly. You, you really didn't. You could put one shot into somebody with a sniper, yeah. or you could actually get up close and have a gunfight with somebody. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no, I see. I, like, I agree with you 100. percent That's why I liked um, Ghosts. Yeah, Ghost was a lot of fun. But I really wish they didn't have Hardpoint in that, did they? No, they they swapped to uh they went Blitz, uh, Search, and CTF. It was, right? it was yeah, Domination. It was no, they didn't have CTF. No, yeah, no, it was Dom. Yeah, it was, it was Dom. Uh, S and D, Domination, and Blitz. I'm pretty sure. And Blitz. Yeah. I'm so glad Domination was not competitive. That's what sucks. Was like I re- if they would have had Hardpoint instead of Domination, Ghost would have been such a better game. See, I like Blitz. I so love if they kept Blitz, Blitz through dude, the series. That was so fun. Yeah. I, it was a good mix of like, it wasn't Uplink, even though that hadn't been like released yet. And it right. wasn't CTF. Yeah. It was kind of a nice mixture of it. Because CTF was, yeah. you got gotten so many of like yeah. the standoffs, which became mm-hmm. so annoying when they have your ma- your flag and you have their flag and it's just like, who's going to yeah. push first? Corner and yeah. Yeah. Blitz was a really good addition. I that was it was yeah very very fun, um, but was saying like uh, at least Tanner with Black Ops Three being your favorite, was there a reason? Um yeah honestly and I, I guess it's time to touch into this so um you know like I mentioned Black Ops Three was the first Call of Duty that uh I really got into competitiveness and um I guess that's thankful to uh. One of the people that's in this podcast right now, Mr. Kano himself. Um, and honestly, I mean, that that kind of um, gave me a little bit of a foundation for myself. And, uh, you know, I, I don't even want to say that the reason Call of Duty Black Ops 3 is my favorite COD 
isn't even because of the game itself, mm-hmm. but it's because of what came with that game. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I grew a family, I grew friends, I grew people that, you know, are still here to my day, um, you know, supporting and, you know, I, I'm always thankful for that, but mm-hmm. I think that's really truthfully what kind of separates black ops three from, uh, me it was genuinely because of, uh, an organization that gave a, a kid that was trying to get into the scene a chance mm-hmm. and rest is, you know, in the books now still wow. going and developing. It do, do we want to talk about this more in depth or you kind of want to leave it? We can, yeah. I mean, if Kano wants kinda... to get more in depth with it, yeah. <laughs> um, so really, um, <clears throat> what my question, yeah, is like, and... how did you guys meet? So can, and... Yeah, can I just say right now, uh, this podcast, I'm I'm wearing the jersey throwback right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. in honor of, of my boy Tanner on the podcast. Yeah. And honestly, I, I actually popped on the Baltimore Orioles hat for my boy Kano. You guys can see his <laughs> podcast, you'll kind of see you know, why I'm wearing an Orioles hat. Um because they're not my favorite team, but you know, yeah, they are. Got, got, yeah, got to represent it. Yeah, just <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll, we're not touching it. We're not touching that one. But yeah. um, no. Nah, so anyway, not to get off topic, but for sure. Um, so it really started with me. Um, so Black Ops Three before Kano. Actually, we'll talk about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, before Kano even started, uh, me and three of my friends from high school i know just a bunch of high school kids um that's where it we starts. were yeah we were pretty much the you know out of all of our other friends that we played with we were the best ones so we were like hey you know we started you know, nature was making his videos um the scene was getting more popular the scene definitely branched out just outside of what its concealed group was so that's how it found me mm-hmm. so you know we've made our own little like organization yeah. i can't even actually say what the org was called be- not the org but the team was called because it was not really appropriate <laughs> at all oh no um, it wasn't it was it was bad but it was just you know us playing gbs and stuff like that and um a couple of the my teammates my friends in high school um they stopped playing. They weren't as serious. But for me, like, I seen something with it, and mm-hmm. I seen more of it than what they did at the time, at least. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I found people on Twitter that, you know, were looking for orgs and people that were building this. But, like, for me, like, I've, I've always been a person. Um, I don't want to call myself controlling, but I'm definitely what I consider to be more of a leader, more of a... Uh, you know, I like to take charge of my own destiny. Mm-hmm. I don't really like anyone else to, you know, decide my fate if it's out of my hands. So I mm-hmm. wanted to start my own thing with COD. And um, I seen a, a tweet from someone, uh, a Kano of sorts, and uh, it said, you know, he was looking for some people and he had some things in the work. And um, I didn't know how to approach, you know, an organization or a soon-to-be organization uh in that aspect like i've never touched esports so mm-hmm. i took it as a job interview and i remember i don't know kano maybe we like, yeah, had to probably be able to find that dm maybe possibly um, i think so yeah but i gave him this real long what i remember was a real long like job interview-esque nice. um message you know saying who i was and i was about it and mm-hmm. you know and uh it just kind of went from there and 
I think things really took off after that. I don't know, Ken, if you want to touch more with it, but um, yeah. Uh, so that it was crazy. So the the whole point, like, um, we didn't touch on it, like in in my like individual podcast or anything. But I I was with an org previous to this. Obviously, ran it myself and and built it and stuff. Um, obviously history and, and now I'm here with unknown motion and very happy to be, and, uh, we're riding actually pretty well. I think, uh, we got some big things coming up. Um, mm-hmm. stay tuned, but, um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So I, I remember like when Tanner was brought on board because at, at the time, uh, a guy named Tiggy was actually the, the captain of the team. Yeah. And uh, Tiggy was like, yo, I like this guy. Like, he is about it, dedicated. He's hyped. He has, like, the the motivation. He, he's like the hype man. And I was like, all right, let's run with it. So bringing Tanner on board was actually the foundation of the brand that I built myself, which is the jersey that I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. So Tanner was a huge part of that. And, and like, he actually, he's like a huge hype guy and, and he knows what he's doing when it comes to Call of Duty and stuff like that. And just not to get too far into the story just yet, like him being with Unknown Motion and then becoming a part of Unknown Motion was weird. Like, really? Not like weird in a weird way, but like weird as in like, how it all came about, it was like, okay, we're coming full circle. Like, it, it kind of yeah. feels good in that in Yeah, that it really does, honestly. Yeah. Um, I couldn't have actually worded that better myself because, uh, you know, it's it, like the full circle thing and, you know, the trials and tribulations I had with Omen, um, you know, <laughs> finding players uh, sounds real familiar right now oh my. but uh we'll 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 touch on that at another time with another state but uh yeah i mean it full circle thing for sure it's it, it was really cool and honestly i can say that um my time with kano's org was it, it was something that i'll never really forget mm-hmm. um you know like he mentioned you know meeting people like tiggy who well like he said was the captain of the time um you know that just meeting people like him um mm-hmm. i still talk to a bunch of people from that org that i teamed with um all the time you know shout out to tiggy shout out to heller for sure uh oh, Kano, dude, i know you know him right. yeah but those were those were the boys that was the team at the time yeah, you're killing and, me, bro. Uh, i know Throwback. it's killing me too it, it seriously is it's killing me too just talking about it because um you know not to get too much about myself with the story but you know after omen uh i kind of cut ties with cod for a while mm-hmm. uh, due to personal reasons things like that but um you know after that i didn't really compete too much and omen really kind of just was a big deal for me at the time it was like my drive my passion mm-hmm. just like it is now so uh, it just feels good to be back it's all i can lead off with that we're back with a new face. Yeah, new face <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah, a new logo. Yeah, new bonds. Yep, things are uh, things are definitely definitely right. Feels right. I'm excited though. I don't know. Like I know you guys had history, and I don't know. It's crazy. Like you did all that. Is like is there any more details 
like to that and how that went and like i mean i don't want to like invade that personal space if it is a thing but like how i mean why uh, it came to an end i don't know or like how it went at least i'm cool with it if if you are tanner i mean yeah i'm cool because to be honest and kenna you can even attribute to this and you know we'll be honest with it i mean Mm -hmm. i was the first cod team um I was not the best COD team that he had um, as far as skill level goes mm-hmm. at the time. Um, but I still want to consider that I think the team that I had and brought aboard had the most passion at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he said, with building the foundation, you know, I think, you know, I remember just a lot of memories of, you know, just getting the jersey not getting the jerseys but you know just discussing about just it was like whenever the brand was growing we were growing and mm-hmm. it, it was just it, it's so hard to describe how it feels to see success unfold and just you you have to it's one of those things where you have a feel that success is going to be there um mm-hmm. it's not it's like you almost know you can kind of just tell by the people that are running it and the people that are in charge that success is there mm-hmm. and that's a feeling that i haven't got since now genuinely so but yeah Kano, if you want to touch more with this uh yeah be my yeah. guess i'll kind of feed off of it i mean yeah they were definitely like the founding cod team which was fantastic obviously in its mm-hmm. sense i remember i remember the day um i got hit at the same time Tiggy and tanner both hit me up same day and said hey uh we're done gotta step down uh we're done playing for you and i was like oh no what do i do now like mm-hmm. brand new to running an organization and stuff like that Yeah, because so, Tiggy was your the cod captain right he was yeah and have that mm-hmm. role just dropped is hard to. So he he went up. away, and then Tanner went away. So that was my two closest people are gone now from the COD team. Fortunately, they both agreed to staff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they came on board as staff and stuff like that. Obviously, helped build the brand up, mm-hmm. and um, you know, eventually they both had to part ways. Uh, you know, when it was all said and done, but. I'll go ahead and say that yeah, like Tanner's right. They that team had the most passion, and and without mm-hmm. that, and learning all of that we did in that sense, like there was no way that the brand would be what it is today, mm-hmm. or what it was that day, like when it was you know still in its prime and stuff. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, so it was a lot of fun. It definitely was. And then obviously, Tanner kept in touch over the years, uh, mm-hmm. not as close as we did during the organization, but mm-hmm. uh, right. But I, I think just from my point of view, like Tanner was always a guy that was he was ready to go anytime you needed him to to be there and, and like run with it. Mm-hmm. You know, he yeah. was always the guy that was motivated, always the guy that was down to play, um, put the work in. Like he had the drive and he was there and he was ready to go. And honestly, like for me, like somebody in the organization or or in the scene rather, like that that was a huge motivation on why I kept him around it like mm-hmm. as, as a part of me but then like obviously we started to get to know each other and stuff like that mm-hmm. and uh you know it's unfortunate he's from pittsburgh and or you know he likes he's not from pittsburgh but he likes right. pittsburgh for you know? 
Gotcha. I don't know why, but uh, stuff like that. Uh, anyway, you probably cut that part out right there. Yeah, I'm not cutting anything. It's just going to stay good. Because <laughs> then I got to find the time code and go through it. It's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, so that's that's kind of kind of the history on that. Yeah, then, that's that's the history mm-hmm. for, for the most part. And then now here we are today. So Today? April 19th? Yeah. Might be wrong with that. 16th. Yeah. <laughs> 2019. <laughs> um, I wanted to kind of see at least Tanner, because I, I don't know if we've ever talked about this before. So after after Omen and all that stuff, um, Kano, you kind of came to a close as well with Omen, and then since Tanner left as well, like during that time, was it just kind of like just kind of did whatever, or like were you kind of still um, searching for an org? So, what happened uh, in those years um, between na- then and now? Real quick, too. So, 20, 2016 to 2019 is what okay. we're talking about. Okay. Uh, right, right, Kano? Or 2017, maybe. I'm uh, not sure, like, how long it was. So, yeah, so it was about 2017, and, and, I think. Yeah, and 2016, early, early 2017. Um, because I was still with Omen for IW, mm-hmm. right? Um, I I think you you left in at the end of Black Ops Three. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So um, I left. Um, yeah, okay, I remember now. So I left in Black Ops Three. Um, pretty much peak end of Black Ops Three, yeah. and I, you know, I had some personal things I was dealing with, um, new relationships coming into my life, and just a lot of things overwhelming that I was trying to figure out. Yeah. So, you know. Call of Duty for me, um, I, w- I could tell I wasn't there yet to be make something of it. Um, obviously, things have changed up until then, so I kind of took a break. Um, I tried teaming with a couple people. It, we were orgless, just, you know, building, playing. Um, no one felt right, and the biggest thing with me was always chemistry. You know, if you don't click right away, and if you don't have that, like, the vibes, the vibes, and I, I stress this now. I've stressed this before. Um, vibes and positivity, man, uh, are what build a team. You could put together a team with the best gun skill, the best players in the team. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're not getting along and they're not playing well and they're not vibing, your team's not going to work. And that's kind of where I found my downfall was no one was really thinking positive. And I mean, everyone knows that the place Call of Duty or has been. And Call of Duty, the community's toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone wants to be the best, but you know, in reality, to be the best, you have to, you know, achieve smaller milestones. And so, between then and there, though, uh, I played a little bit of COD. COD was kind of like one of those things. It had a soft spot, so I wasn't really playing it that much. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't have time for it. Um, a relationship was ended in my life in 2018, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so I had a lot more time on my hands and, you know, I found Black Ops 4, started playing it, realized, you know, I got that. I, I just instantly got the drive again. Instantly. I, I was hooked. And that was the reason I was staying away from the game was because I knew it would hook me again and I knew I would be doing it again. And, um, you know, I just, I'm very thankful that I did it. Um, one of the best decisions in my life. And honestly, you know, I took a negative into a positive and made that 
something. And I think that's why I have so much drive for it still is because without that, I wouldn't be playing. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, until then, I was with a couple different orgs in BO4 at the very, very beginning different teammates uh you know the free agency stories everyone knows it you know i don't have to go into detail uh any competitive player knows it they know that struggle um so until i found unknown which was a very similar situation with uh kano's work and really you know build a team got found one of my old friends from high school that uh is now on the cod team and you know, found him. I found some real passionate people. Mm-hmm. I found some really good players so far. And, you know, now we're up to date with pretty much my side of the story with it, at least. So, actually, I wanted to go back a little bit. Before you got okay. into an emotion, or like mm-hmm. at the very beginning of it, because I, I don't actually know, like, as I think it might have been Brandon that messaged you. Um, yeah, yeah, yes, and- yes, you're right. Well, I, well, like, yeah, did you, you have any, right. like first impressions? Because, like, obviously, we were nothing, and um, it was very random. I feel like for us to just say, "Hey, we like a Call of Duty team. We're an org. We won an mm-hmm. org." And so I feel like at least so, from that, it can be a little bit like, uh, "Okay, I don't know." So for me, when I was contacted, mm-hmm. um, I was a part. Hey, wait just a second. A, you cut out. Could you say okay. it again? You were a part. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I was a part of an org at the time. Okay. And then what happened was I was – the org wasn't very stable, to say the least. I'm not going to say what org it was. Um, yeah. But they weren't very stable. Mm-hmm. And so I was pretty much ready to leave, but I was still with them, and you guys were contacting me. So – I was like, yeah, I want to join, but you know, I'm still loyal to these guys. Uh, I'm a very loyal person. Don't I don't really disrespect anything in that nature. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure things were right and make sure that I was still willing to compete and still willing to play. Um, so I actually kind of dabbled around after I even left that org uh, mm-hmm. with a couple other teams, not orgs, but teammates and things like that. And then... Uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, but I was contacted and at first I was a little skeptical at, at first because, you know, new oh, orgs, boy. you never know the people. You, you don't know who's going to be doing what. You don't know who's running the show. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it goes back to me saying it's all about the vibes and the positivity. And was, was there a time where you were like, yes, like I want to, do this like any like, yeah. specific time um yeah so scatter you know it um the first team that i really brought in with you guys uh-huh. um those oh. ones we had some trials and tribulations with them i'm not saying their names it's always a but we had run. some trials and tribulations with them yeah and um at that point you know i was dealing with something and you guys were so supportive of my personal problem at that time mm-hmm. and you guys kept with me and stuck with me and that's what hooked me Dude. right then and there 
was just the the support the support is what got me because the support will always get me if a org is supportive of their players Mm -hmm. it means that they care it means that they want to get to the next level it means that they have aspirations as well as you do Mm -hmm. and that's where an organization doesn't become an organization it becomes a family Mm -hmm. and that's what i found here and that's where i'm at now with it yeah there was a time you know he almost let me it was unbelievable I'm just kidding. He there was one time where we had a, something go on, but he, I he I can't remember what it was. There was something that project that you did. It was maybe it was a tweet. I don't remember. There was something where I thought you were gonna leave, and I was like, "Yo," because I didn't <laughs> you to be honest. Because like from the first time we had talked, like I don't know, I could tell that you were passionate about it, and that was a really big thing, mm-hmm. and I. Just, I mean, I had never been in game with you or anything like that, but like, just from the first time we talked, like you could tell that like it kind of, I don't know, I, Yeah, I don't know. I thought you fit really well with what I was wanting to bring to the table. Um, yeah. And when you like almost left, dude, I messaged you as like, <laughs> did, is there something we could do to fix it? Like I was like, please, no. Yeah. Don't go. And... <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean. The community's heartless, and sometimes it gets to you, whether you mm-hmm. want it to or not. Um, the Call of Duty community will find you, and it will beat you down. Doesn't matter how strong, how thick skinned you are. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's something you won't understand until you're in the scene. And I, when I mean in the scene, I mean you were genuinely in the scene, mm-hmm. and you were trying and grinding and playing and trying to be the best that's the scene I'm talking about. I'm not talking about finding pub matches and just people, you know, talking smack and all that. That's mm-hmm. that's not the scene I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people that are ruthless, those ones. And that'll beat you down. And if you can fight through that, mm-hmm. you have a chance. Yeah. Whew. It's an intense world, but it's fun. It's enjoyable. Absolutely, yes. Kano, I was, yes. was going to ask uh, you too, like, with how that period of time before coming into motion like was or like if you just kind of fell off but i mean obviously kind of like closing out the podcast i think we're kind of coming to a close but like i i was gonna say at least kind of same thing with like how you got into emotion but we went into that in your podcast a little bit more um yeah yeah but like with that set of time i think is like there anything like were you looking for an org or i mean just kind of uh, no actually just yeah so uh <laughs> i've ran omen for years after that uh, so finally uh i i chalked it up and and threw in the towel in mm-hmm. late 2018 i think it was and uh i was done and i almost heart. i almost hit a year actually uh Damn. without doing anything and i was happy with it for sure mm-hmm. uh d- didn't really care to dive into something you know i had offers that were out there yeah. um that people were you know trying to get me to bite on and stuff but it just nothing was ever there yeah um the tier that we hit with with Omen, um, and obviously this is nothing against Tanner or anything, but mm-hmm. with what he helped build and our advancement, like forward, like we were placing really well and like where we were going and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Nothing just ever like, like he said, it, it's about the management behind the organization itself. It's not just about the brand of the organization. So, yeah. So I spent time and all that, and then you know chalked it up stopped and was feeling good and then all of a sudden got slapped in the face with a message and uh 
<laughs> and I was like, yeah. Hey, hooked. Yeah. Tanner yeah, sent I, me your way. <laughs> we talked We talked for like a week and a half, I think it was, before mm. an, an actual decision was even made. So That's one of the big uh, things that, like again, with just unknown motion in and of itself is, yeah, obviously we want a brand because that, I mean, if you don't have a brand, I don't think you can really go very far. You can go a little bit, but don't fall off. Um, yeah. But, like, I think a big thing, too, is just the having more of a community and, like Tanner said, a family kind of all together. Mm-hmm. We're enjoying it. We see what happens. If it's bad, oh, no. If it's good, great. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. just kind of, yeah, having a community and just enjoying what happens. Yeah. Having some yeah, strong, yeah. strong set thing. I'm excited. To, again, things coming soon. Yeah. Stay tuned. Oh. Do you guys have any kind of closing remarks or things you wanted to say? Um, I would say the one thing that I could honestly say out of all this is that, you know, for the people that are watching, honestly, it's more for the people that are watching than you guys or is, listen. um, or listening. <laughs> yes. Um, we don't get very many people listening. <laughs> if 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 you guys honestly are looking and you are determined to, you know start something in esports with this you do not just stop when something goes rough mm-hmm. that's that's my final message because you'd be surprised how strong you can be by fighting through rough patches and mm-hmm. the journey that this place and this community takes you whether whatever your game is um you find some really amazing people and you know people like Boston and people like Kano, those are the people that you can find mm-hmm. genuinely. Um, you know you can really find some amazing people. So that's what I'll leave everyone off of because that's what esports is about. It's not about the money. It's not about being the best. It's about the journey that you take and the experiences that you find within it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. Ken, you got anything to add? Yeah, that's. I don't know how you beat something like that, to be honest with you. It's a straight <laughs> poem. If you're if you're looking for motivation <laughs> yeah. and listening, that's it right there. Um, yeah. The only thing I'll say, obviously, is uh, you know, I'll just hit him with it back. Like Tanner is a big part of, <laughs> of why I'm here and stuff like that, and why I actually fight for people that that are actually trying to make some of themselves in this community. So yeah, obviously, huge shout out to uh to Boston and, and John, uh, management of of UM. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this yeah. brand, this org. It's definitely going places and huge things to come. So the fact that I got an A1 since day one, Tanner, behind us, uh, back in it, it's it's actually it's pretty cool. Back to full circle. So Yeah, we got to get John in some of these podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he hasn't been in the last two. What is that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but okay. I mean, I think those went pretty well. We got some good conversations yeah. in there. But first of all, yeah. kind of closing it off with uh, the Unemotion Podcast, if you are listening... Please, 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 please check out uh, our channel on YouTube, Unknown Motion. Um, and we actually post a video portion, if you're listening, um, a video portion with a little bit of extra stuff in there, something to spice it up. Yeah, so if you're listening, you don't get the, the goodies. So check it out on YouTube. And if you are watching on YouTube, we also have it on, I don't, we put it on Anchor and they distribute it out to the, the other places. I know it's like on Apple Podcasts, but. Yeah, iTunes. But if uh, you want to just listen check it out but yeah i actually don't use the apple podcast i i always watch it on youtube it's just i well, like it yes you do you listen to the podcast <laughs> bro 
Oh, yes, you're right. I forgot. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for uh, episode five of Voices of the Unknown. Hashtag Voices Unknown. Use that on Twitter for fun. Um, but check us out. Yeah, we have a Discord. Look at our website. We actually just got our, our domain up, which is very sexy. Unknownmotion.org. It looks great. Um, we have Discord. Feel free to join our Discord. Just again, building a community is a big thing. So if you do join our Discord, we can hang out. Um, Twitter, at UnknownMotionUS on Twitter. And then we also have an Instagram. We post clips. <laughs> Haven't been. We're posting clips. Um, <laughs> dude, it's, I, I just can't keep up with it. But we're working <laughs> on it. Um, but yeah, also yeah. Instagram. Thank you for watching or listening. Voice of the Unknown, Episode 5. We'll see you in Episode 6. Stay tuned. Sticks. <laughs> yeah, I got a Discord notification like right then. It just yep. blew my mind. That's gonna do it. That was good. You guys have fun? Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was that was actually yeah, I liked it. I know the podcast has already ended, um, but we did have some other notes that we wanted to go into, completely forgot. So here is a little portion of goodness for all you listeners out there. Enjoy. Oh man, I actually oh, the one thing I wanted to touch and I totally forgot about it was well, not really touch, but I wanted to kind of like not give a shout out to, but like talk about my brother in that aspect too because mm-hmm. that dude, I mean, he he literally I he made me tear up the other day. I called him because he actually he genuinely like made me tear up because of his bio that he has for you guys. Really? I actually haven't seen on it. Twitter. Yeah. What? On Twitter? On what? No, no. On Unknown Motion's uh, website. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. go go on go on the website. Oh my lord, his, I'm back. Right as hell. Go to this thing. Go to our team's content creators, and then find Rapid Killer or Corbin Smith, and like it, I'll just read it. It says, "My name is Corbin, but most of you know me as Rapid. I started gaming back on the PlayStation Two, playing Jack and Daxter with my brother. Like right there, like I know that doesn't mm. sound like a lot, but the memories that I genuinely have with my brother of playing games, like yeah, my brother is what got me into video gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked about Call of Duty, but as a whole, um." My brother is who got me into gaming. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, but, dude. but that's like most people, you know? And I mean, just but Jack and Daxter, bro. I mean, I don't care who you are. Jack and Daxter was fucking fire. I mean, like, There's we can always add like a PS time. at the end if you want. I'm uh, uh, wait, wait. Nah, it's all right. It's, it's not that big of a part of me. We just say, it was, I mean, PS, Tanner owned an orc. The end. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because like, I owned an org, Mortal, and it actually did well. Uh, mm-hmm. I had yeah. one of the, I had a top, uh, a top twelve Gears of War team, and this is right. underground Gears, under underground Gears, mm-hmm. like before Gears of War was like, Gears of War, um, like where where it is now. Um, they were a Spanish team. I picked them up. They played lands and shit, and they actually brought me like revenue. Like they were the like that was the first time I actually got revenue from a team. Mm-hmm. And like I mean, I genuinely did. I sent teams to or or um lands. I had a COD team. They didn't place well. Kano, I remember you watching with me. Oh yeah, right. they didn't place well, but because wasn't Omen with it too? Yeah. Uh, what do yeah. you mean in the World War Two? You talking about in the league? No, 
No, we're talking LAN. Oh, at the LAN, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You, yeah, actually. Oh, why didn't we talk about this? Yeah, I you know. guys, they slaughtered us in scrims. Damn. Yeah, my team, like, and then, like, they oh, actually went to the actual, Yo. No, yeah, because I remember my Straight boys up like, Nate hey, shot man, story. we just, I, I totally, yeah. like, didn't believe my own teammates because I knew how good yeah. Kano's team was. And they were like, yeah, man, we just scrimmed them, and, like, we actually, like, destroyed them. And I was like, yeah. I, I, I genuinely didn't believe them. And yeah. then Kano was like, yo, my boys just said, like, your guys are fucking nasty. And I'm like, wait, That's what? That's awesome. Because, like, I knew my team was good, and I knew they had, like, a chance of placing decent. But in all honesty, I mean, like, as an org owner, you, you can kind of know, like, all right, this team probably not going to, you know, yeah. you, 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 can, you can feel it. Mm -hmm. And that was the I crazy mean, I, part, though. It, like, they beat us in scrim so bad. Like, it was why it was like, I'm talking like 150. Or wait, 250 to like. I know on one hard point in scrims, we got 100 point clubbed. Damn. Right. Yeah. yeah. But we moved into it, and that actually, that tournament, we ended up playing overall. Placing sixth? You guys placed yeah. well. Yeah, wow. but they shit on us in scrims. Damn. And it was like. Yeah, and like, then. I'm just saying, like, oh, shit. Here, and I'm like, come on. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was wild. Yeah, I forgot about round. that. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Well, no, honestly, though, if I do remember correctly, I think the team that we played that eliminated us um, was one of the teams that went on to place pretty well as well. And, yeah, so uh, the, mm. it's the same team. Um, they are now uh, with, like, it's, it was Bracken and um, the oh, Accelerate it guys. It's all yeah. them. Yeah, wow. that's the team that beat. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. you're right. Because they won the last, like, the the same three events that we went to for that specific provider, uh, they they, they won those Levitate. three events. Was oh, it Levitate? Levitate? Yeah, yeah, it was Levitate. Some, yeah, it was something like that. But yeah, they are now actually like in the in the Early. pro circuit and stuff. Yeah, yeah, almost. And but that was the team that took yeah. us out. And then I think my boys after that because they were very um, a frustrating group. Like if they lost, they mm. got down. And I think yeah. after they went to losers bracket, they were just they were done. Damn. But yeah, dude, that's I crazy. Have, though I, I wanted to wear my yeah. mortal hoodie too, and I couldn't find it. No. Oh man, that's crazy so though. Just... Holy. Yeah. yeah. Straight up destroyed. <laughs> oh my. God. Yeah, obliterated, dude. Like it, it wasn't even close. Ooh. Seriously, like at that point in time, like I, I really wish like we could have gotten to the podcast. But like at this point in time, I was mm -hmm. like, yo, me and Kane are gonna be like this, like. Nade shot hex like yeah thing. that's like, awesome. I was gonna be the nade shot to his hex like seriously like that's what it was gonna be like so cute and, <laughs> yeah that's crazy like, that like, was you, crazy uh, Kano said like you know like I've been, like I've helped found and like build Omen a little bit and yeah. like what nade shot do you know mm -hmm. it just it was one of those things he started but... his own team yeah, yeah crazy and now a sponsor. Thank you for listening to the Unknown Motion podcast. Be sure to check in the description for links to our Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, Discord server, and website. Also, we have the link to our YouTube channel where we post these podcasts with both video and audio. Be sure to check it out. We hope you enjoyed.